On the phone with me now, Jared Pintilla with OSU Cascades. Um, Jared, you are Associate Director of Capital Planning and Construction for OSU Cascades. What is all entailed in that? Uh, well, thinking about the campus, how we're going to build out over the next 20 to 30 years, uh, looking at upcoming buildings um, and how we might uh, fund those buildings and then how we'll um, you know, buy the design and buy the construction services for those buildings. Um, but then I think also an important aspect of that is um, how those buildings fit into the campus, the community, and how they serve our students, faculty, and staff. Now, there was a project that uh, seems like about six weeks ago you had the groundbreaking for, the Student Success Center. How did that come about, and what is that? Uh, the Student Success Center is a really exciting project we have coming up. It's a 17,500-square-foot building, uh, mass timber, again, for this building. And, uh, and that building is going to be there, uh, just like the name says, to serve students and help them succeed. Um, it really centralizes a lot of the student services on campus. Um, a lot of those exist already on our campus, but this provides one central place for those, for those services. Um, things like health and wellness, um, academic advising, um, career advising, a place for our student life and student government folks, um, and then a coffee shop. Uh, a study commons and a, and a lounge commons where really this building acts as kind of a family room for the campus over the next 30 to 40 years. Um, in some ways, it's a little bit like a student union, um, but really trying to make a, a, a very comfortable place for students that helps them succeed. Um, our students actually went to Salem and lobbied uh, for this for a number of years and um, increased their own student fees to help pay for the building, uh, uh, pay for a portion of the building. I would have thought something like that would have been put into place when the uh, building was built. Yeah, the, when we started the campus off, we started with academic building, and then we have um, um, we have a building that's our um, currently our, our kind of cafe, um, at Obsidian Hall, and it has a couple classrooms in it as well. And so that has typically served a lot of this purpose. But as we expand, we're just kind of about growing that. And, and there's also been a lot of studies over the course of the past 20 years or so that have shown that. Um, centralizing a lot of these services in one building uh, can have a, a dramatic impact on student achievement. The groundbreaking took place November 21st. What's been the progress so far? Well, the team we're working with from Anderson Construction uh, and then Opsis uh, Design has um, really done a great job at keeping us moving forward, uh, working through our permitting, and then uh, we went through our groundbreaking. Um, with the very, relatively mild winter so far, we've made great progress with groundwork uh, and getting the foundations in. And uh, this snow, it'll slow us down for about a week or so, but we've been moving along pretty well. So in addition to the Student Success Center, uh, what's the availability of other buildings are maybe looking ahead because you've got you really take a long range view of the uh, campus, uh, don't you? Yeah, that's right, and um, it's kind of exciting in my role to kind of look over you know the next twenty or thirty years what's coming up um, as we bring more students here and as we uh, you know seek to be a, a resource for the community overall. Uh, right now, we're working on um, preparing land for our future innovation district, so working on remediation and reclamation for that, uh, and then. Also, uh, looking at remediating and reclaiming another section of our campus, uh, preparing more land, because as we um, as our campus grows, uh, we're seeing um, our freshman class increase and actually starting to run out of housing in the next uh, three to five years. And so we're looking at where we'll put that um, kind of a, a 
residence halls for students on campus, the next residence hall for students on campus. In addition to that, also looking at uh, our recreation facility, we're the only campus in the in the state that doesn't have a recreation facility. And so um, looking at where that will go and how we'll fund that. When you talk about rehabilitating, remediating land, give me more specifics on that. Well, I mean, it's a, um, the site where we're at is the construction and demolition, Deschutes County construction and demolition landfill. And uh, part of expanding the campus is remediating that landfill. So it's a, a great um, opportunity to develop land right in the center of Bend, essentially, and, uh, uh, and make a community asset here where it was really an area that was previously off limits. And so um, it's just a, a great opportunity to build something that serves the local community, serves Central Oregon, um, helps folks stay in town here. And, uh, and it's a pretty exciting project to be a part of. What's involved in remediating the land, though? Because, you, you know, it's, it's an area that used to be a landfill. What do you have to do to it in order to be able to make it useful to you? Uh, well, we're actually taking the landfill, uh, the waste that was there. We're separating that into the waste and the reusable soil. And that waste, we're re-landfilling using modern practices um, in one corner. And then we're taking that uh, reclaimed soil from the landfill and using that to build up the lower elevations of what was previously the pumice mine here on campus. Um, and so all of that will end up being part of the long-term view of the campus where where the waste will be in the long term will uh, end up being recreation fields. That's a safe thing we can build on top of waste. And the, um, uh, and also where the pumice mine was will end up being a structural fill that we can build buildings on top of. So you got to ensure the structure is going to be capable of holding the building on top of it then? Exactly right, yeah. And so we can't do that so well, so easily on top of waste, but we can absolutely do that on top of the engineered fill that we're putting in the Thomas mine. Um, our, our, our existing building, Ray Hall, is uh, was our first example of that. Um, and that's a mass timber, net zero energy building, net zero energy ready building. Um, and the path we're heading down here is to have a sustainable campus that uh, takes um, what was previously unusable land and makes a community asset out of that. We're heading on the path of a triple net zero goal for net zero energy, net zero water, net zero waste for the campus. A few minutes ago, you mentioned that OSU Cascades is the only university campus that doesn't have a, was it a recreation or athletic building? That's correct. Yeah, we um, uh, we don't have a recreation facility on site. We have a, a little workout room as part of our residence hall. Uh, but most uh, campuses around the state, um, probably most students would recall, or when they walk around and go look at different college campuses, one of the things they always want to see is uh, recreation facilities. Some of those have a rock climbing gym or they have a workout uh, weight facilities. Uh, they have a, sometimes a small track, uh, certainly basketball courts, things like that in them. Um, we're, we're the only campus that doesn't have one of those. What are the plans to change that? Uh, as we develop land and make land available, then um, we'll, uh, the students have one of the things the students increase their own fees for was to help support that paying for that facility. Um, and then we're also looking to uh, Central Oregon for different uh, partnership opportunities that may uh, support building a facility that might also serve the community in certain ways. Um, and so ultimately, we'll uh, probably end up seeking some, some state support for that as well. Okay, when you say local local groups and partnerships, what sort of partnerships are you talking about? 
Um, I think at this point in time, uh, we're learning what those opportunities might look like. I don't think we have enough information to say, but I think um, uh, we're open to different opportunities around the with different organizations around Central Oregon who may uh, be able to help us develop a plan for a facility and uh, and help bring funding to the table to help make that happen and and then open that up in some way to the community. Yeah, so it could be something that the community at large might be able to take advantage of instead of just simply the students. Yeah, that might be a path we can go down depending on uh, what opportunities present themselves, yeah. Okay. If you had uh, your very own wish list and and limited budget, what would you like to see? Well, I certainly would love to see um, our our next uh, land development phase funded and uh, so we can finish that work and make more developable land. Um, and then uh, that recreation facility and a residence hall, those are the next things on our list uh, in order to continue serving our growing student population and serving Central Oregon. All right. Jared Pentilla. Jared, thank you so much for taking some time with us today. Great. Thank you. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND. Good morning. It's 10 till 9.